Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Discover an abundance of life. 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. And of course, I am talking to Dr. Mabel Baloy, as we said earlier on. And uh, she's joining us. Dr. Mabel, greetings to you. Greetings to you, Makasta. Greetings to the listeners. Thank you for having me tonight. I hope you're well. I'm very much well, my pastor. The Lord is doing me good, like you said, as you were greeting the people. Mm, 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 <laughs> yes. Mm, mm, mm. yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, uh, I, I see. I see the rains are really coming heavily, man. The rains are really coming heavily. You know. I hope you're so safe. coming? The rains. The rains, Doctor Mabel. The rains. The pool. Oh, the pool. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know. Uh, so so people should just make sure that they keep safe. You know, I saw I saw floodings like I'd never seen. Yeah, I saw floodings like I'd never seen. You know, uh, yeah. and uh, people should just be careful. Should just be careful. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. Anyway, t- tonight we are talking about the fear for change. You know, fear of change. Uh, much of the times, many people feel that they are afraid of paradigm shifts. Ooh. They really wouldn't want this to be going on. Right. Yeah, they wouldn't want this to be going on. You know? So they would go to an extent of actually uh, saying, ah, eh, man, ah, eh, ah, eh. this is just too much. I can't have Ooh. this. Yeah, I can't have this. You know? Right. Uh, and and uh, they would rather uh, have things to be the way that they are, regardless. Right. Have things the way that they are, regardless. Ooh. And then others would say, but change is ruffling up the feathers too much. It's making us uncomfortable. We are losing Ooh. our secured zones Ooh. and uh, our... Our, our established ways of making it through the current situation, the status quo. Others yeah. have mastered the status quo to a point of manipulating it. So when you bring a change, hey, you know, people know that, hey, things are no longer going to be the same. We might be starting all over again. And this time I might fail. Others would say, you know, we've come this far. Uh, so difficult to arrive where we are. Now you bring a change, it means we might be taken back. We can't take this. But people are afraid of a change. And they don't realize that change is life. Each and every day, we change. You basically, it says that people don't want to say it. But yeah. each and every one of you don't look like you did yesterday. Mm. You don't see the differences, but it is there. It is there, yes. Yeah, you don't look like you did 10 years ago. Change took place. Right. If you look at your picture that you took, Osapara Dangari. 
Yeah, kiwi. You don't look the same as today. Of course. Change has taken place. You won't look the same five years from now. You won't look the same ten years from now. Yes, people might say you don't age, but you don't look the same. And all of us, we know it. You know, people would say to me, hey, Ray, you don't age. You look the same as you did some other times. But I know it's not true. I know how I used to look. Right. It's not the way that I look now. Right. What comes to mind, Dr. Mabel? <laughs> um, you know, I just want to pick on the last one that is you mentioned that, you know, you, you know how you used to look. You know, people are saying you're not aging, but you know you look different. Mm. I, 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 I think, you know, for some reason for me, when I look how I used to look, I think I have I've changed for the better. <laughs> yeah. But change has taken place. Change has taken place, yes. you know? Yes. Yeah. So, so the thing is about change, Pastor Ray, is that, it, you know, it is always um, very tricky, you know, and it is disrupting. Uh, you know, like you were saying, it, it disrupts the status quo. It disrupts the way things have been happening. You know, the way we we are used to how things are happening and now our our challenge most of the time is that we we don't want the change because we are really really comfortable at where we are we don't want uh, you know something new to be introduced because it threatens uh, you know our comfort zone when people are sitting on the comfort zone they really don't want to move they don't think there's something better out of that comfort zone. They are comfortable with the things that they know, things that they are used to. And, you know, that's why you said uh, when they they know, uh, you know, the status quo, when they are at the status quo, they know how to manipulate the, the, you know, the system because they've been there for a very, very long time. So generally change, whenever it is introduced, it doesn't matter where it is introduced, (laughs) people Mm. feel the, the, the fear, they get the fear. I think it is called something like metathesiophobia, you know, mm, the fear mm. of change, metathesiophobia. You know, and, and most of the time, people find themselves in that zone of, of fearing, uh, you know, change, of fearing new things. Uh, you know, when, when, when they hear that things are going to change in a particular space, then they are filled with anxiety, stress, depression, you know, they have they have they have a lot of, of, of things that are happening in their minds and they become fearful. I've been in organizations where change was introduced and I can tell you, yo, people will be so so stressed. We fail to look at beyond change. We actually look at the change now that has been introduced and we don't care about the outcome. You know, we don't look at what this change can bring into my life. Can Mm, it bring mm. growth? Can it bring, um, you know, wisdom? Can it bring more money? What, what What is the outcome? 
we just look at the changes, the change that is introduced. I remember in one organization when change was introduced, um, you know, we were part of uh, bringing in that change and we had to run assessments from the CEO to the, you know, to the security of the gate. You know, we had to run the assessment because the company wanted to do a total overhaul of, 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 of the organization and they wanted to be world class by year 2005. And you know, they gave people 10 years. You see, the change that they were introducing was not just coming today for today. It was like there was 10 years for people to prepare themselves. The vision was that this company must be world-class by 2005. And by that time, we want our staff, we want our employees to have achieved X, Y, Z. At least be able to read and write. At least have the end courses. At least, you know, because we are going to introduce machines, so you, you might be able to read the, the, the machines and whatever that is needed. But you know what? Other people responded positively, and they did what the company required them to do. But you know what others did? Others said, I we're not going to do this. We, we, we were here for work. We didn't come to school here. We're not going to do it. Guess what happened to them after 10 years? It was not even after years, after 10 years. What happened to them is that they lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. Didn't they have 10 years to fix things up? They, they, they had 10 years to fix things up. They had 10 years to at least have a debt level 4. Imagine. You know, mm. at level four in ten years, and and then you don't want to do it. You know, you can actually you can actually finish that in 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 in, in four years. Mm. You know, and 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 there we were we were working with uh, the person that we were working with on this uh, uh, pro- project was very very wise because we also introduced uh, you know a, a system a pro- program that would uh, fast track. Uh, you know, uh, they are they are they are lessons. So there was there was a system where they can just go there. They don't even need somebody to 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 show them how to do things. They will they, they will be having somebody supporting them in the room, and it's them, and they learn how to use the computer, how to use the mask, the the the, the mouse, and they learn. And they, before long, in in two years, you could get out with your uh, ABET level four certificate. But some people didn't do that. But others, they grabbed it, they went on, they did their end courses, everything that we recommended after the assessment, that people must move from this point to that other point. Those that did, they got their jobs, they got their promotions, because, of course, the company was changing and it was not going to keep people who did not want to change. So I'm, I'm saying this story, Pastor Ray, because most of the time we, we fail to look at the outcomes of the change. We're looking at the negative side of things and we think this change is, is, just, is just here to uh, steal my job away from me. These people are just wanting to, uh, you know, to... to, to um, stop my con- to cancel my contract that's what we see but we don't see how we can become better people after the change so we go through all those uh, feelings those notions of depression stress anxiety and you know they bring in fatigue they bring in sicknesses and illnesses so we we, we need to be able to embrace change we need to be able to embrace change and uh, accept that change is part of life. I like it when you said, yeah, well, I have changed, but for the better. Even the looks, Ooh. one changes, but for the better. For the better. 
As they say, the older the berry, the sweeter. <laughs> you even what? look younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. The older the younger, you look... <laughs> the older the stronger. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, let's look at some of the moments. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Did you know you can order your favorite Radio Pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200-657 AM, your daily companion. Words of truth and value, you'll find it on 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. And uh, we are together throughout up to midnight. I'm talking to Dr. Mabel Baloy. And uh, we are touching on this very issue. And it is the issue of when people are afraid, you know, to change. People being afraid for paradigm shifts. We are looking at moments then. Uh, you will hear at times they would say, and let me start with churches because you are a pastor, Dr. Mabel. Uh, uh, when you have to, to change, you know, the leadership has got to change. I, I think maybe you put a particular amount of years for a committee to serve and they become so much comfortable uh, in that, you know, yeah, they become so much comfortable. They actually start to own the offices, you know, uh, and then boom, the time to change comes. The calendar ticks, and now the change should come, and people start to form some rally union signature collections that they should not be removed, and all those kinds of things. And they start to speak that it's actually uh, the Divine Father who has placed them there, <laughs> so they should stay there forever. <laughs> and, and and they go on to say, yeah, also the Divine Father has put me that I be uh, in charge in this manner, you know. And then so um, uh, I am in charge in that manner, you know. Uh, and, and that is, is the biggest problem that one can ever think about. It comes to pass. And they go also to an extent of saying, I can't be moved because... I have made this office. It was not like this when I came in. They start to acquire so much authority and others start to become comfortable with that authority. And not necessarily for bad, but others are doing quite well in that. And, and you know, but the time has expired, even though these guys have done excellently. And they start to use the phrase that says, if there's nothing bad about it, why change it? <laughs> you know, they yeah. don't look into the aspect to say, "Hey, by the way, this mess, this this messenger of the Father, has a responsibility of making leaders out of all of us." Now they want to sit there. Okay, 
Others are afraid of a change because uh, basically they have started to benefit from the current situation. And they have benefited a lot. And they were not anticipating a change and have been, you could see them even rallying that uh, change should not come. Even though it was agreed that this office can only be held for four years by a person, you know, um, or for two consecutive terms by a person, which is two years each, you know, uh, which would be four years maximum. A person is not supposed to be working there for more than four years. They would insist that they work there. They would now start big projects just before the end of the term. So that they can be the ones that are going on with that. We see that. Even in companies, we see that in ministries, in NPOs. I mean, NPOs and uh, I mean NGOs. And we see that. Um, others basically do not like a change that comes because of the manner in which that change may affect those whom they think are a bit weaker in the faith. Mm. You know, these things come across, Dr. Mabel. Yes, you know, these things, they do come across. And um, the problem is that, Pastor when it is time for change and we don't want to change, um, you know, a few things happen. One of them is that, um, you know, that particular office stop, stops growing for some reason. Mm. Because, you know, there was supposed to be change, and change did not happen. So, um, you know, the... the the grace period, <laughs> the anointing, the wisdom mm. that goes with that office, you know, begins to uh, rust a bit because now you don't want to, you don't want to move. When you change from that particular position to another position, I guess when you go to another position or you you, you take another responsibility, mm. you, you you will also do what you did in that uh, particular uh, you know department where you did well and you're saying you know what if this this department was not like this when I came here, you know you you did well there and you're actually going to have another a chance a better chance to mentor somebody that is going to go in that particular department and when you do that. Everybody is, is, is growing. Everybody is uh, benefiting, you know, within that same organization. So change, change comes with growth. So when you are going to, usually when somebody gets out of the office, I think you have to hand over. Mm. You know, you have to hand over, have to give another person, the next person, uh, all the things, all the documents, have to show them what you did, how you did it, and stuff like that. So... If 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 needs be in that same organization, if you are used as a mentor, then that's a, you you have been elevated. Mm. You know, you are mentoring a person, you're teaching a person, showing a person what you what you have done. There are cases, Pastor Ray, where some leaders are occupying positions in the church and then they're not productive. You know, so yeah. why keep a person there? So, you know, years and years and years when they are not actually producing the results. Because leadership is not about, uh, you know, the title. It's about the function. It, uh, it, it's about productivity. You are there because there's work that you need to do. You can't just wake up and say, hey, I'm an elder in this church, and yet you are just an elder that's very useless, you know? Mm, so mm. there must be change. If you, are not, uh, if you are not productive as well, why are we waiting for four years? 
for mm. your turn to, to, to why are we waiting? Because you are actually your non productivity is, is, is impacting negatively on the ministry. You know? Mm. So mm. leaders must be prepared. If you, you if you, you have been given an opportunity to lead lead if you have been given an opportunity to run a particular project in an organization, whether it's a church or wherever, you know, be productive. If you are not productive, shift. Let another person come in and let them do, uh, you know, uh, the work because leadership is not titles. You know, that. that's why, you know, especially in the church, we are having these problems where people are just chasing uh, titles. People yeah. just want titles, titles, titles. You know, some people even when they move from one church to the other, <laughs> it's titles. It's like, oh, no, they don't give me the opportunity to do X, Y, Z. Mm, I need the title. Mm, you know, mm. give them the title and you'll see they, they don't produce because what is it that they're after? They, they, they're after the title, you know. Mm. And I think they're after the, the benefits. If you are in a church where, you know, they are very much healthy financially and they're paying their staff, then you want to be in that position because you're chasing the money that is in that position. Or you're changing just the state. You're chasing the status. You know, you you just want to uh, you you just want to sit there in a very special area where the leaders sit, so that you know you you look like a great person. But you know, it, that is not about that. Leadership is about service. It's about servanthood. You have to be productive. Mm. You know. If yeah. you are not shift, let uh, somebody that is productive let, let 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 them come in in there. You know, another 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 you know um, another you know moment of 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 of, of, of the fear of change, Pastor Ray. If we move a little bit from the church, is the relationships. I've seen a lot of people staying in toxic relationships, eh? Because they are afraid of change. Mm. They are afraid that. Oh, if I leave this man, I'm going to be, or this woman, I'm going to be single again. Or if I, 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 I don't, uh, you know, I don't stay single, I marry someone, what if that particular person is going to be more uh, abusive than this one? You know, mm. so people choose to stay in toxic relationships, they're afraid of change, afraid of being single, and there's nothing, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing dangerous about being single. You you won't get, you won't be harmed by anything mm. if you, mm. you get out of a toxic relationship and you choose yourself and, you know, you start building yourself up and you start healing from that abuse. And then when you are healed from that abuse, you can move on and, you know, maybe another person is you can't stay single. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that really uh, shows a, a massive uh, fear for change is the mm. manipulation that people have leveled on mm. the status quo. Right. Uh, people have leveled an, an exceptional amount of manipulation. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. a great extent, uh, they have gone also to uh, somehow occupy, in, like to capture the positions. And they know if mm. you have given them a title. This is how they do. They know if you have given them a title. You won't change that title. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
they know. They've them a title. It's a checkmate yeah. for you. Yeah, it's a checkmate for you. So, That's so true. it's quite sad we see those kinds of things. Mm. Yeah, when we come back, let's look at the effects of this. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Explore life with 657 AM. Welcome back, 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. And of course, we are talking quite a lot in this instance about the fear of paradigm shifts or change. And uh, of course, many people would say, you know, a change is disturbing the progress that or the speed of the progress that has been caught either by the organization, the movement, the ministry or the company. And so if you bring a change in this manner, it might thwart or slow down the uh, the forward uh, uh, movement of the the company, ministry, organization, you know, and 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 so um, change must take a, a slow pace, a very slow pace, you know, so that it doesn't impact upon the motion of the uh, the organizational growth, which is not true basically, because uh, in the constitutions you will see that those those offices people should occupy them for two years. And, exactly. and now they want to occupy them for nine years, you know, and they don't realize that it is them that would become now a stumbling block to the, the, the fast pace of the ministry or the church or the organization or the movement. Mm, mm, and and, and, and uh, they would even hinder uh, the progress of development in terms of getting others into office who would think a little bit different take uh, the organization to another level not that their level was was not good but their level had served as a foundation for the coming up level you know many people fail to understand that and that is why then you find fights you find schisms you find frictions and in churches you find rebellion you find people breaking up and saying now i feel i can pastor you know anyway i've been doing much of the pastoring has been done by me this person has not been there you know and so uh, before you know it they are on facebook oh shame facebook they are on facebook you know, um, uh, there they are in a flat somewhere. It's a live stream, you know, 
Barrera Mula. They are talking about maintaining the sanity, you know, or maintaining the momentum. You know, yeah, or doing away with infiltrative kinds of spirits and all those. I mean, what kind of message would they be preaching except the ones that will prevent the change, you know? Change has to take place. Kids don't have to wear the same shoes for more than two years because they won't fit them anymore. You know, they would start hurting them. And um, uh, even people, you don't have to wear the same clothes uh, for all these years because they wear out. You know, uh, a change has to take place of some sort. And many people are not keen to see that happening. Dr. Mabel? Can you hear me, Dr. Mabel? Oh, yeah, you, I, I, I lost you a little bit there. Yeah. You were saying, and many people, that's where I lost you. Yeah. Many people then uh, don't realize that change is very much necessary so that Ooh. it can take the ministry to another level. But if change is not looked into, the repercussions would be that the ministry or the organization, the company would stay on a level that it was, and it will never grow. And no one in it will be able to grow. So you won't see the potential of the ministry because yeah. you've got some office mongers there. Dr. Mabel? That is so true, Pastor Ray. You know, change, change is so good, but we don't see it that way. You know, mm. we always see it with a negative eye. And once you, you, you start saying to people, now you have to move from here and, and, and do that, they're already getting mad at you. And, uh, you know, they can already go around and mess up the whole change process with what they're saying. And the result sometimes it's even that, that what you have just mentioned, that people will now be breaking away and, you know, starting their own thing there. And you can see that, whoa, this thing has got vavavome. Mm. <laughs> when you look at it, you say, whoa, we are shining unto Anna. And get it, you know, as they are starting, they want to show you that you did not uh, think that they have the capacity. So they have to show you, they have to prove a point that they have a capacity to, to, to do whatever they're doing. Not realizing, Pastor Ray, that, you know, uh, sometimes there are principles, the principles of the Bible that we sometimes want to, uh, you know, push aside and say, uh uh-uh, we're not going to push this principle. People, you know, God can use them, uh, you know, even if they have, they have, they have, um, uh, they have broken away from a ministry. The truth of the matter, Pastor, is that the anointing, the Bible says it's like oil. It, flow, it, it, it flows from the beards of Aaron to his skirts. Mm. Which means that when it comes from the beard of Aaron going down to his skirts, it is impacting on the church, it's impacting on your leaders, people that are working with you. They are benefiting from that kind of anointing. And when they are with you, you find that they are able to do things because they're still serving under that anointing. But if they break away and they go somewhere next door, they, 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 with time, the anointing that they will be operating with is what they have just gotten from the beard of Aaron when they were working with Aaron. And now because they are no longer with Aaron, they have they are no longer the skirts of Aaron, so to say, they are there that anointing uh, dries up with time and then they've got to get <laughs> the anointing now that flows from their blood and 
it's it's not easy because anointing pastor doesn't only just come as well you know we go through things for Mm. us to get another level of anointing so if you really want that anointing that is upon pastor ray you may have to go through what he's gone through you know losing his limb losing his assets and you know suffering and suffering may have to go through that to actually operate under that anointing somebody may argue the anointing comes from god doesn't come from all these things that you're talking about but i've seen with my experiences that my level of anointing was actually you know changing from time to time based on what i'm i'm experiencing because i'm learning new things and you know god prepares you to, for that level of of anointing so a person might go and say ah let's start our own thing there it will be nice it will shine for some time but there come a time where you face the problems that everybody else in ministry face. And yeah, that's when we will see whether you are called or you just wanted, uh, you know, the status and the, and the position because that's when now your leadership is tested. That, okay, there are problems now here. There are challenges now. Are mm, you able to mm, say, mm, these people, mm. this church now does no longer have the money. They were helping you. They were happy with you because, you know, you had charisma. Little charisma can just take you to a certain level. You know, you need character to you as a leader to 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 actually you know make it. You need your charisma with your character together. You know, so you find the people were happy, excited. They were giving, they were helping. Things are looking nice. You are on Facebook, you are on YouTube. You are doing nice things. But with time, every ministry does face its own challenges. That's where we will see if you are really, really a leader. And I've seen people breaking out, and after breaking out after some time, the church not only had challenges, but it died altogether. So the the, the effects of of, 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 uh, being afraid of change and, uh, you know, embracing the spirit of rebellion and breaking away from your 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 leader or from your your your, your local you know church, are that you might just experience death, and it doesn't come quickly; it comes very slowly, and your calling will be tested. You know, if you look at the problems that the challenges that you've been through, Pastor Ray, as a pastor. If you were not called, you wouldn't be a pastor right now. Mm. You'd like say, I, uh-uh, this thing, I'm enough. I don't want this thing anymore. You know, I'd rather just go and work. I'd rather just go and run my business and leave this thing alone. Yo, absolutely. One would have been saying, I'd rather go, go, work, go, console, glass. I tell you. Lampatele peya, kama fela veke, kibe yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, when we come back, let's go to the final conclusion of the matter. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. 
Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Welcome back. Coming to the final part of the matter, talking to Dr. Mabel Baloyi. And uh, we are asking this question, why are people afraid of paradigm shifts? Afraid of a change? We had spoken that people have manipulated the status quo. And then others have really worked hard. You know, Dr. Mabel, there are those who have worked hard. Uh, yeah. They are afraid of the paradigm shift, but they won't oppose it. Yeah. Uh, but you'll hear them saying, in the next change, I, I'd like to be excused, you know. Um, and, and you see, you know, it, it's because they are hurting, you know. Um, uh, so people basically at times should continuously be loyal to the plan of the company firm ministry um, uh, organization to to know that its constitution says if it's two years it's two years man if you do well you'll get the second term which is another two years but then you can't get a life term you can't get a life term no you can't get a life term you know that makes you a dictator now. So, so uh, it's important that uh, uh, people continuously be acclimatized to that and that when they sign in to occupy these offices of ministry, duties of ministry, whatever it is that they do, it should be, you know, or in organizations, it should be known. The fundamental should be that they adhere. And in writing, take a declaration that they adhere. Uh, that they would serve for two years and then maximum four years, for example. You know, uh, and then they should understand, leaders should be taught and they should understand that it's not about them, it's about the ministry, the organization of the movement. And that it is for the good of it that it cultivates as many leaders as it can. Because not every one of us is there permanently, you know. Uh, It should be left for posterity. So change is always a preparation and a drive to posterity. That should be honored and understood by all. Anyone who does not understand that should not access the offices because then we'd have a problem. Dr. Mabel, finally. Finally, my pastor, you know what you said, it's so very true that, you know, change is preparation for prosperity. Of course, uh, Pastor Will, also it is, you know, an opportunity to also create or develop future leaders, Mm. you know, because if we are just going to focus on the same group of people and then they did year after year they are the ones that are holding a position in a particular uh, department then what about other people what about the, the, the members of the, you know talking about the church now what about the members of the church that have got potential to occupy other you know offices yeah you know and and also grow and uh, uh, perhaps maybe even the younger generation you know mm-hmm. because uh, you know look at 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 at, at, at dr Mabel today uh, how old will she be 20 years uh, to come 
Yeah. You know, will, will she be able to still do what she's doing? You know, mm. so if if, mm. uh, if other people are not being introduced to uh, the leadership positions, if they are not being mentored, if they are not being trained, then it means that you know tomorrow life community church won't be there Eish. because there's nobody to run with it. You know, mm-hmm. we, we all wanted to sit in the same positions and we didn't want uh, 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 to, to, to be, uh, you know, changed from the Department of, uh, you know, uh, Training and Development and we put someone there to, 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 to run with it so that they can learn uh, that in the church when we run, a, 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 you know, training and development, who are we training, how are we training them, in what are we training them and what is the process, if the church is accredited, or, you know, the, how do you then apply for reaccreditation when the accreditation is gone. We've got to train other people, otherwise whatever they get set up, it will just be there for the time that you are you know, that you are there, but when you are, you, are, you have grown and you no longer have the energy to do all of these things, who's going to be doing that? So change is really preparation for prosperity, like you said, and it's a preparation to develop and equip, you know, future leaders. Future leaders depend on the manner in which change is structured. And uh, it should be known that change is not about saying, I want to clean my leadership because now they are challenging you. Hey, I want to clean my... No, it should be about the very aspect of saying uh, it is the necessary drive for the betterment of the ministry. Everyone is a contributor in some way or another. And the very fact that those who are in leadership, it means now I'm being demoted. All those kinds of rhetorics must go away. You can't be demoted from leadership. You continue uh, also to serve in other offices, to serve in other spheres. You know, you are taken to better charges uh, of service. Those whom the father had given talents, when he comes back, he finds they've put them into good use. They've implemented the change that was needed. Uh, to put this into good use. He came and implemented the change. He removed them from those and gave them charge of more. Or he brought a greater charge into the existing ones. That's when people go for a second term. For the existing ones. And and he placed them for more. Not the same. So I believe much of the time this should be also... Uh, the the kind of attitude that should be in our people. I believe yes. then we are going somewhere. Well, yes. Dr. Mabel, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Thank you, my pastor, for having me. And how do we connect with you, Dr. Mabel? On social media, Instagram, Rain in Your Purpose. And then on Facebook, I'm uh, Raining Your Peppers with Mabel Daloy. I'm also Pastor Mabel Daloy on Facebook. And on WhatsApp, I'm 063-304-4333. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Mabel. We really appreciate you. We appreciate your time. Much blessings to you. Blessings, my pastor, and good night. Good night to you, Dr. Mabel. That is Dr. Mabel. We talk again next week. We thank the Father for his Holy Spirit and his guidance. Shalom. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us, 
And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.